I am really excited to be talking today with former NFL player who uh, still looks like he can play, Stanford Cardinal <laughs> alum and current CNN anchor Corey or Coy Wire. Do you go? Do you get that a lot? Do you like the Coy versus the Corey? Yes, and uh, I used to just let it slide. To say what's your name, I say Coy. Yeah. They say Corey. Yeah. Corey. Say, yeah. And then yeah. Uh, my wife was like, "No, you have to tell them because they're going to think that you can't yes. pronounce your R's if you're right, right. Coy." <laughs> uh, you, you know what i like I, uh, i'm gonna leave that in there only because it was actually one of my questions i was gonna ask if people call you Corey instead of koi so well now we got that answered we can uh we can move <laughs> on to uh hard pressing questions which which is i was looking at your social media on your instagram on your twitter one of the things says delivering dad jokes so like i gotta kick it off and put you on the spot what do you got what's the best dad joke oh man knock knock uh, who's there Interrupting cow. There you go. Inter- interrupting Moon. cow. Moon. Moon. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Uh, that's <laughs> that's good. One. I like. I thought I was like the dad joke king, but that I it's not in the bio, so uh, you might take the cake. <laughs> I, I, I like it, but um, you know, looking at your journey, it's it's pretty amazing, and and especially when you think a little bit about that transition. Um, you know, I thought a lot about over the years talking to different people that transition between from athlete to the business world. And it seems like, um, you know, at least from the outside, because I know it can be different on the inside, but you made that transition extremely well. But well, love to get to your journey a little bit growing up. You played both football and, and uh, wrestle in Pennsylvania. And so I, I uh, curious, actually, I'm sure you get asked about football, but tell us about wrestling. Like, did you enjoy wrestling in high school? And what was that like? it's it's funny you bring this up because i just had my two-year-old daughter at the zoo and there was a, a guy standing in front of me and he had a quote on the back of his shirt that said once you have wrestled everything else in life is easy and there's yeah. a quote from dan dan gable legendary wrestler. and uh you know i just thought to myself that is so true i wrestling made me tougher it made me stronger mentally um and it's you know it's just you out there you know it's not yeah. like football or team sport it is you know to prepare for the matches uh the matches are actually easy you know it's it's the battle with the self that yeah. you have to go through each and every day to prepare yourself for one-on-one combat uh, but yeah it made me who out who i am it's so well i wrestled and that's why i was curious asking you and when i was thinking about it as well it was like that's the one thing it's like just you can't hide like you're out there you can't hide and so it's probably a lot like when you're now you're anchoring or you know you're interviewing someone it's just one-on-one you can't you can't hide so it's like i can't wait to get my kids wrestling someday because i just think it's a great um longevity sport so uh, yeah, but it is make sure they wear their headgear they don't need that cauliflower ear. yeah you don't want you don't want to talk about yeah guys <laughs> like dan gable and all that with those ears but um so then you left and you, you went to stanford which was obviously pretty far from pennsylvania how did you uh make that decision you know i grew up in central pennsylvania thinking i was gonna be the next running back at penn state i just knew it it's where everyone in pennsylvania wants to go um my parents said well what about stanford and i said you mean in connecticut and they yeah. said, no, not Stanford, Stanford. I said, well, do they play division one football? I didn't know anything. I mean, that's just yeah. the young, dumb mentality that I had living in my own little bubble. But I went out for a visit, fell in love with it, saw palm trees for the first time, learned about the education. Uh, and if something were to happen with football, you know, this was a lifetime decision, not just a four year decision. I was going to have a great yeah. degree. right? And 
The big difference for me, though, was seeing the players there when I went to visit and you meet with them and you have lunch with them and they're talking about philosophy. They're talking about life after football. One guy's playing a guitar and uh, singing a song that he wrote himself, whereas you go to some of these other schools, they're like, where's the party? Where's the party? So it just resonated with me. You know, when I when I went there, I fell in love with it and it was uh, probably one of the best decisions I ever made. That's awesome. And and tell us about playing both sides of the ball. Like that's like, you don't hear many guys that are able to be, you know, versatile like that. Yeah. I remember heard a, um, you know, line when I was really young in my career is just the more you can do, that's it. Yeah. That was simply it, the more you can do in anything in life, you know, don't, don't say no, don't turn things down. Don't close any windows. You know, yeah. I got to Stanford. Um, I, was a running back my first two years. I led the team in rushing one year. And then the next year we had two other guys who would eventually go into the NFL, come to play running back. So we're doing this three-person rotation. Coach said, Coy, we think you could make the switch to defense. Do you want to do it? Yes, coach. So I yeah. do. I go and lead the yeah. team in tackles. I get to the NFL and drafted as a defensive back. There were some injuries. Coy, we need you to maybe look at linebacker. Yes, coach. Coy, we yeah. need you to play punt. Yes, coach. Yes, coach. Yes, coach. And, you know, being adaptable, being like a chameleon, and being able to adapt to any circumstance has always been my way. And it's always benefited yeah. me. I've always learned, I've always grown and I've always become better uh, for having yeah. being you know, willing to be versatile. And, you know, when change is necessary, not to change is destructive. Right. So yeah. I think that constantly have to be evolving and flowing like water and just kind of going, have focus and, you know, have, have goals and have a mission, but also being able to adapt and, on the fly and maybe change your direction if needed. Yeah. It's interesting. Ron, the never say no thing is like, anytime I'm asked like from like, you know, somebody graduating from college or high school from advice. And I always say, never say no. And it was like, I, when I was, I remember when I was interning working at the Patriots, start my career was like, take the trash out. Who's going to dress the mascot. Who's going to go deliver the pizza of the game. And it was me, but it was like, Hey, we need somebody to go to the locker room and work with the players for the first time. Like, all right, of course it's Ben. He never says no. Like, so just like I, that was always, an, it's interesting for you to hear from your perspective. It's all obviously paid off um, dividends. So, and, and that leads to professional, as, as you meant, you know, with the bills and the Falcons and um, you know, you were named captain of uh, both teams nominated, you know, for the bills of Walter Payton man of the year. Uh, the Ed Block cards recipient, like you obviously have values and, and, and you know, how you carry yourself in the leadership. Where does that, uh, where do you think that comes from? Uh, it comes from my parents. You know, I, I, I was blessed to have, you know, mom and dad who just instilled good values in me. And um, I always wanted to make them proud. I always wanted to do what I think they would, you know, want me to do lead in the way they would want me to lead. Um, but, I've always been a team person, you know, um, although I did have wrestling in my background, that's still a team sport. Right. And when you are working together towards a common goal, it's how can I be better for you and for you? How can we be better collectively? I, I always just think team first. Yeah. Uh, I think it's so much more rewarding when you accomplish something with others and you enjoy the process, the hard work the dedication, the discipline. And when you're doing it collectively, something magic happens when you get a bunch of people resonating on the same level, you can move mountains. And um, that's always just been what I seek. It's what I enjoy. And that's what I get fulfillment from. And how, how do you find that now in the broadcasting world? It's a lot like football, Ben. Um, you know, for, for football, 
you know, talking to a lot of players that the preparation is everything. It's all those hours leading up to the game um, that determine how you're going to perform in that moment, when the lights come on, when your teammate is counting on you, when your coach is counting, when your parents are watching those moments have already kind of been determined by how you prepared that week. Right. Yeah. And so TV is the same way. I might have a two minute hit on two different topics, but I have to prepare for two hours before that to be ready to absolutely crush it. Because when those lights come on, when the camera comes on and my yeah. parents are watching yeah. and my, my producer and my editor and my coach, so yep. to speak, are watching, they're depending on me. If I mess up, it's the same as if I missed a tackle out on that field. If I screw up on camera, now it's their reputation, her reputation, our reputation. So I see it the same way, Ben. I see, I see TV yeah. as, a, as a we thing. It's, not, it's never about me. Yeah, that's interesting. It's a great perspective. Uh, and I was I think, been thinking a lot, actually, about uh, first and, like, you know, those first moments on the field and this. And so how does your first moment on an NFL field compare to your first moment on live TV? <laughs> well thank goodness i didn't cry tears of joy when i was yeah. on tv for the first there time you did you on the field <laughs> when i went on the field for the first time i had this kind of uh, goal of mine that i was not going to see an nfl game in person until i was actually playing in it i'd never wow. seen an nfl game. i kind of wanted to save that that was going to be my treat my reward if i had earned the right to experience it and so i run out through that tunnel in buffalo man and it's like <laughs> Ah, tears were flowing, right? Uh, TV, on the other hand, um, man, I had never read a teleprompter before. That is really difficult if you've never tried to do it. (laughs) Do it naturally. So I was all clammed up, man. I was I was nervous. I was I was sweating, dripping sweat, not dripping tears. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It is interesting. You got to be on the spot. I mean, ultimately, I guess on uh, in the NFL, you're on live TV to a certain extent as well. So it's kind of the the same thing, yeah. but you know, you started Fox Sports and then CNN, and so uh, since 2015. So, uh, but I've been you know talking to Tom Brady a lot about transition and uh, into the broadcasting world. So, uh, what 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 advice would you give him? You know, I thought I was going to be ready. You know, I had a titanium plate, four screws put in my neck. I thought I knew I was going to be done. Um, it crushed me. It hurt. I actually got the opportunity to go back and play three more years after that, though. So now I thought I was right. re- I'm really going to be ready when I'm done playing. But nothing can prepare you uh, when your time is up as, a, as an athlete, because your sense yeah. of identity, your sense of self, so much of it has been built up no matter how hard you try on being an athlete, on being a, a player, on being part of a team. Um, and I had anxiety, Ben. I had yeah. Uh, my, I was waking up in the middle of the night. My heart was pounding. Uh, my right arm was going numb. I'm asking my wife. She's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm having a stroke. What's going on? She has a psychology degree. She said, I think you're having uh, panic attacks. I mm-hmm. look it up. Sure enough, those are the symptoms. And so it was really difficult. And it's so weird because I'm thinking I can do anything I want. I have a good degree. I can go back to school. I can get it. I can be a doctor. I can be a lawyer, whatever. I can be a teacher. I, and it, no matter what you can do, it's, it, it doesn't compare to what, you know, you want to do, right. You're, you're part of you always is going to want that. And when it's gone, it's gone forever. So I did not start feeling better until I found my new game mm. until I had a new goal that I was yeah. passionate about. And at first it was just writing. I wanted to write some sort of book that I could give back to, to, to kids 
teach them the things that, that I learned along the way that helped me. And as soon as I did that, the symptoms started going away and I started feeling rejuvenated and I started to get excited about getting up and tackling something new that day. And then now with TV, of course, it's my new game. I'm so pumped about it. I think about yeah. it all day long. How can I get better? I go back, I watch the game film, every hit I do. What could I have done better? What do I need to do more of? You know, I'm studying other people. I'm studying other teams, so to speak. Other, And yeah. so it's, it's my new game. So I think, you know, in life, it's like, if you look at flowing water, it's fresh, it's vibrant, it's crisp, it's healthy. Any water that gets pulled off to the side and a little tide pool, it starts to stagnate. Bad mm -hmm. things sink deep in, right? And, and we're the same way. When we have our life spirit, when we're flown in a direction towards our ocean, something bigger yeah. than us, we feel great. We look great. We're healthy mentally, physically, spiritually. As soon as we get trapped and we start, you know, being becoming stagnant, that's when bad things can happen. So my my mm -hmm. advice to everyone is just find your new game, find your new passion, anything. It could be anything, big or small, but just yeah. do something. That's the key. Yeah. Momentum creates momentum. I know that's, that's right. uh, I know that in all aspects. But so I know you were just at the Olympics or a couple of years ago, but do, do you have a, do you have a um, you know, favorite sports moment that you've covered? It's definitely Olympics. It's, I was just talking to my producer about this the other day, but it was just this year. I was in, uh, in, it, I was in Beijing, Beijing. The, okay, the yeah. Olympics in February. It seems like five years. Yeah. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah I've, covered, I've covered four Olympics, Ben, and those are by far my favorite because um couple things once they only happen every four years the the athletes are so grateful for this moment mm. um they have so much invested so much on the line so the stakes are high so from a com yeah. competitive standpoint it's the best that you can get um yeah. but also they're humble you know they don't get the weekly media opportunities yeah. and have cameras and microphones in front of their faces all the time so they're grateful to get the opportunity to share their story. And that's what I love. You know, I love being able to talk yeah. and find some things about somebody that to share with the world so that the, you know, others can, can learn from their journey. So that's the best thing. I mean, there's, you have people who are carpenters with their dad for three yeah. years, trying to make enough money until he can finally get the opportunity to go down that mountain on his, on skis. And yeah. um, it's, it's, it's pretty special. So yeah, Olympics, Olympics is where it's at. That's awesome. Well, you mentioned earlier, you know, giving back to, you know, the community, everybody with, with a book. So tell us about your book, Change Your Mind. Yeah, Change Your Mind is just, you know, 10 unconventional keys to retrain your brain. Um, so little little tips and tactics that I learned along the way um, that helped me. And if one of those things can help the next the next generation, whether it's an athlete or uh, someone that wants to get into me to media, you know, that's... Yeah. It's really fulfilling. You know, I, I think we're all nothing more than conduits of knowledge and information. And it's our duty in a way to kind of to, to keep that moving forward, to keep, you know, passing along what we've been given. That's awesome. Well, we'll make sure to include links to it so people can check out the book and all that. And uh, I, I was uh, in searching the Internet. I came across a uh, nice picture of you in a Tinkerbell costume and uh we were we were as as I see your beautiful house decorated with Halloween, and we we're just talking about Halloween. So, do you have a costume picked out? Uh, yes, I didn't pick it. Uh, our daughters picked it. You know, Claire, my wife, and I. We kind of let them steer the ship each each Halloween. But they're four and two years old now, so we've decided to go Encanto. Kind of knew it was going to be a Disney princess theme. Um, yeah. So I will be able to be. If you're not familiar with Encanto, there's the one sister who's who's jacked up who's yoked louisa 
I'm the strong okay. one. I'm not nervous. Ah, you know, this, I've heard my son sing it. Now I know where it comes from. Okay, okay. So <laughs> I'm gonna be Louisa. I'm gonna. Got it's it. not quite typical, but I'm gonna still be wearing my long skirt and uh, have have some hair up in a ponytail. That'll be fine. And nice. uh, Louisa is always carrying around in the movie, like lifting donkeys and stuff. So my wife is going to be a donkey. That's awesome. <laughs> and I'm be walking around with her on my shoulder. We're going to try. We'll see how it goes. Awesome. Well, Koi, uh, thank you so much for your uh, time today. Your, your smile and your energy is fully contagious. So I appreciate that. And it's fired up to follow along on your journey and now a little closer. So thank you. Privilege and pleasure. And I'm going to keep following along your journey because you're, you're inspiring me a little bit every day, too. So appreciate it, man.